0: Temperature test him. He's been hot. Can you believe it? Eddie's back. All hail Eddie. What about this for
1: ball inside? 50 Control! From nowhere! Control from 45 directly in front. The blues are up by a kick. He's up on Have a look at him! Back there for Cripps. Spins out of traffic. Through one, past another, shows his class, gets it back from bench. weaves his way through the traffic, he mesmerises them. Oh, what a piece of play that was! These are what the Droid's are looking for! He beats the ball! Every schoolboy's dream! Kick after the siren to win the game for your club! Wasting no time, Jack News! Set shot! He strikes it beautifully! He's got it! Oh, he's won it! Jack News after the siren!
0: Bluebaggers, and welcome to the Blues Footy Podcast. It is your host Jed Zetzer here, and I'm back in the studio with my co host Harrison Hymans Bolt. Not the result we were after, but uh there's a lot to get through, I think. Just have to dissect everything today and really uh, leave it all out on the table.
1: That was a joke. <laughs> that was diabolical. I'm sorry. Uh that was just as inexcusable as performances get for this club. They ugh. Well, I think today summed up what we kind of knew, but what wasn't confirmed, that we have digressed as a team, as a club, and that we're just simply not up to it. Lots of players that, you know, we backed to get us to the next stage, a coach that we backed to take us to the next stage, they're not up to it. You know, there's too many personnel That simply just aren't up to the standard that's required in their role. And at the end of the day, we've been absolutely categorically belted by the bottom team. And, you know, people will say, you know, we saw... And I I saw this coming as well. As in, I've been pretty toey about this game since bloody round one. (laughs) But we saw Makai was out and we thought, oh, this will be interesting. And, you know, injury. I'm not even going to use injuries as an excuse because I couldn't give a shit if bloody Tony Lockett was at full forward today. We wouldn't have won the game. It was an absolute disgrace. Just defense. I- I- I'm lost for words about the back... The-, the Just the team defense and inability to defend. Not necessarily the ground. The, mo- the-, the most dangerous part of the ground, the middle. It was schoolboy stuff. It was just... I don't know. We could speak about that all day, but uh, what do you... I don't even know This is just a joke um,
0: I want to put my two cents in very quickly
1: Did we not say That this was like The exact same situation As the Adelaide game last year Yeah we did It no, was, no, no. was we, a flicker of hope No we said bang. that
0: We said that We said that um, No we, we said it last week on the show I think the result today was fairly predictable um, One thing I will say though Is You know Whilst I agree with you That we can't be using injuries as an excuse. I do think it's worth acknowledging of
1: course. that it's the reality that I agree. We were because so... I, I t-
0: I'll tell you what happened today. From what I saw, we were left with no option but to play midfielders as forwards. But,
1: no, no, so my... But
0: that killed our midfield. Oh no, no, no. no.
1: I'm not. Discre- I'm not discounting. You know, no Mackay, no McGovern, no Kerno, no anyone up forward. I'm not. You know going to shirk it because it's just the reality is we didn't have a key forward today but that, you know adjust adjust and, you know it, <laughs> he threw Weeder in there at three quarter time like, I, I, I was it your I forgot who said the idea but I liked the idea of Jones starting the game at full forward just do something that's going to make it look like you're trying to adapt to a shit situation so I'll
0: tell you what I would have done. I want to offer my solution because there's no point about complaining about it if you don't offer a solution to the mess. What I would have done if I was coaching the team today is, firstly, I just want to say as well, Silvani, like he was one of our main targets up forward who was also pinch hitting in the ruck. So we just we just had nothing up No, forward. no, no, nothing. I think playing Crips in the forward line at any point was... A stupid decision because he's one of our best midfielders. So you lose, you lose your best forward in H, and you replace him with one of your best mids. Then you're losing your best mid. Where would you rather lose your best play? In my opinion, you'd rather lose a forward than a midfielder coming up against North, who have a have a fairly good midfield. Uh, maybe not on paper, but right now they're operating really well around the ball. Oh, they've got a better midfield than us. There's no doubt about it. We'll so- so the, these days, games are won in the midfield. I think it was silly to compromise Cripps and also compromise Kennedy, who's been in amazing form, and play him half the game up forward. I just, I didn't like that. What I would have done is I would have brought in Kemp, because Kemp can play as a key down back, and I would have play, and then it would have allowed us to either play Jones or Wiedering up forward, or, or possibly play Kemp up forward. When we drafted him, he was. You know, spoken about as this key position player that can go at either end. So, bring in the extra key. We had to bring in a key. Yeah. You know, we had to. Kemp was the only one available. Going into the day with Silvani as our tallest forward, you know...
1: Who was up around the ball for half was, the
0: game. Exactly. It may have worked, but he was up around the ball, which didn't allow it to work.
1: And to Silvani's credit, I thought he battled pretty well all day. Silvani was probably... I thought he covered a lot of ground he, in the last was, quarter, especially. He was top
0: three on the ground for us today, I think. Yeah. So I'd, I just... I look at it and I go, well, I would have brought in another key. It would have been Kemp. Um, then it gives you three options. It gives you the options of Jones, Weedering, or Kemp up forward. And you can then establish on the day which one's going to work for you. Um, I also would have brought in Honey. Because well, Honey... Because a... Honey... Uh, let, let's quickly just... Honey's
1: not going to play this year.
0: Madness. That is madness. But just quickly, you look at Josh Honey's dimensions. He's 186. So he's not that tall. But he can offer something up forward. I think I don't even know, mate. I don't even I think playing Cottrell and Williamson, those those are the two for me, it didn't make sense to play them today. Especially considering Cottrell was playing in the defence. I mean, did you see that? There were there were there were moments at centre stoppages, at centre bounces, where Cottrell was actually starting in the back six.
1: Well, especially when... I noticed that when Wiedering went forward in the last quarter, I noticed Cottrell deep in the back line. See, for me, for me, that just makes no sense. Was this whole game just not one big pigsty? Well, it was. It It was was. an absolute pigsty. It was. And look... And I guess, you know, Simkin clamped down on Walsh, so Walsh didn't have his normal, you know, influence. Kennedy and Cripps were being taken in and out of the midfield... Kerno Kurn- struggled. I actually thought Dow was okay. Dow's kicking was pretty horrendous, but I, I thought he was okay. He couldn't have done much more. The yeah, I what we what Dale's we right. what we had ahead of the ball did not suit Dow, and he turned the he turned the ball over a lot. But his evasiveness we spoke about. His evasiveness is great. That I'm going to give him credit for. That
0: one little kick inside fifty to Oes was pretty nice.
1: Yeah, um, but there's just nothing. Else. You know, Tom DeConning was okay around the ground, but boy, let me tell you, Tom DeConning... Got taught a severe lesson in ruck stoppages today. He got schooled. He got absolutely smashed in the in the ruck. I'm not. He was okay around the ground. He was okay around the ground. It's probably one of his better games around the ground. He, he was smashed. He was absolute. Oh my god! Like this wasn't even first use for Goldstein. This was down the throat. Like, how good was Davies Uniac? Yeah. You know, Then you compare Davies Uniac to Dow and it's like, you're still a mile away. But uh, that's unfair by me. But Goldstein was fabulous. He really was. I think you look at De Koning and you see a bit of what
0: Tim English was like when he used to play Grundy.
1: For sure. 100%. He'd
0: he'd take marks around the ground, but when it came to the ruck contest... absolutely smashed. Yeah. And it's
1: hard to watch because it's hard to, you know, be so complimentary to him when, you know... Your primary job is to be a ruckman. Give our midfielders first use, and you're not even going close. That's why it's so easy for opposition teams to score because when they win centre clearances, they're not scrapping it out; they're walking it out. Because mm. of the uh, Goldstein was fabulous. So credit to him. Um, yeah, I mean we can
0: just- we can speak all day about you know how we were undermounting the injuries, but I tweeted it earlier. This is this was Ed Kernos' 200th. I wanted our players to go out there today and play like he's been playing for his, 200th game, for his 200 games. Because Ed Curno is not the most talented player by any means, but he goes out there and he just gives it all. Grit, determination, hunger. He just he leaves everything out on the field. That's what we needed to do today to win. We needed to go out there and just leave everything out there. Um, I thought we had a bunch of players who may as well not have played. Um <laughs> To be honest... Oh, yeah. I think you look at... I mean, it's... bet's getting... I, I just want to talk about that Betts moment for a second. This could probably come across as a bit harsh. But what's he doing going up there? Yeah. I, I just think there's times where it's realistic... And know there's times limits. where it's stupid. Right there well, and he then... he killed his game. Right there and then... He's gone to take a miraculous mark... And puts his knee into Cripps's back. Okay, Cripps has obviously had back issues the whole year. He's just come back into the side. And you're going up on your captain's back. You're putting your knee into him. That's not going to help him. And then he's landed awkwardly and he's screwed his own game because he's cooked his ankle. For me, that was just stupid. And I love Eddie Betts. I love him. I think he's had an unbelievable season. I hope he goes on next year. But that, for me, was just the stupidest thing to do. He ended up not touching the ball after that for the whole match. Mm. Um, Cooked his own game. Zach Williams got subbed off. Which was disappointing. Hurt us as well because he was good in the first half, I thought. His first
1: two kicks going in were an absolute one somehow landed on Petrescu Seedon's chest. But, you know, I thought Williams was trying to make things happen. He was getting busy in the first... uh, The longer the first half went, I thought the better Williams was getting. So it was disappointing to hear. I agree. And, you know, that's almost his season. If it's a hammy... How many? Mm. We've got four games to go. Yeah, it's probably touch it. and go. It's probably, and it. it's not the first time he's had a niggle this year, so mm. might be the last we see in money bags. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, yeah, I just look at
0: the rest of the side. I mean, we can dissect the players. I thought Nunes was okay. Um, oh yeah, right, bang on okay. You look at him and you go, oh, two goals, twenty-one. His two goals came at a no, pointless chunk. time, and. I don't know. It's
1: hard to see positives from a lot of players. Uh, uh, You know, I thought Silvani and Dow were probably more thumbs up, you know, were probably more positives than negatives. Their two performances. Absolutely, I agree. I thought Sard was probably more positive than a negative. Yeah,
0: definitely. I thought Sard was okay today. How
1: good can we just talk about Sard's kick in the first quarter, which set up the first goal of the game to Matt Kennedy? This is the most laser like kick you'll see all year. Is it the goal, the kick that set up oh, the first think, one to Kennedy. Oh, split two defenders. It hit Oh, just Adam Sard to a tee.
0: Yeah, nah, Saad's awesome. I think I think Cripps played well. I mean, he battled. He battled all day. And I mean, once again,
1: hard to ask for him as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you look at him and you go, oh, 21 and three goals is a good day. But once again, a couple of those is
1: definitely play. more of a positive, isn't it? You know, if you're gonna hang shit on Cripps, as in, nah, nah, you can't you hang like, shit on him today. In general, just. Seriously. Um, as well,
0: I've been seeing Kennedy get cop a lot of shit on Twitter. I think it's unfair as well. It's. Uh, I it's, think I think Kennedy, you know, he's been in unbelievable form been, in the midfield. We've got
1: five goals from Cripps and Kennedy.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, Kennedy nailed his two opportunities,
1: which, mind you, were both tough shots. That second goal was a beautiful drop punt. I'd love to see him around the ball more, but I think just for today, he had to sacrifice... But game. that's what I'm
0: saying There were too many sacrifices oh, I know. today well, You, sacrifice just so, Silvani, I, you never, sacrificed Silvani You sacrificed Cripps You I've sacrificed never Kennedy seen a You sacrificed Weedering like up forward I know I, Those four names Weeder and Cripps, Kennedy, Silvani Were probably four of our best last week Were they not, our, uh, not last week Because Cripps didn't play But, but yeah Ken, I know You know what I'm saying
1: So the other one that's going to be interesting So Thursday night Owies was Dare I say Managed He was dropped yeah. You know we don't manage people no nah, he was dropped we don't manage and make him emergencies and then always came in for um so he was dropped for H and then he came back in for H so do you think always performance because always didn't do a lot today either very hard games to get involved playing in the forward pocket mind you does always hold? Does always do enough to play next week
0: I'll put it to you this way there's four players. I've got out before him and out well and truly before him. Yep. And we don't like to I'm not here to bag players. It's not what we're here to do. But criticized. Yeah, criticise. We're, they we're, we're, were
1: absolutely pathetic today. No, I'm well, sorry. No, so,
0: well let me let me let me explain. Whilst we have just given a lot of positives out, the four players I'm gonna name, I was just so upset today watching them. It just I was so disappointed with them and I think they need a spell. Some of them may not be there next year. Maybe some will get traded. Maybe some will perhaps not be offered another contract. I don't know. But the following four players today, I thought offered nothing. And I'm happy to name them because I actually think that they not only did they have a bad day, but they didn't put in enough effort. Like if... I'm never going to go at a player who's trying his guts out, but just hasn't had a good day. These are guys who I watched literally give up on
1: contests. So you can there's four. Do you want to guess the four? I reckon I know the four. Before we get into those four, so I don't think the guy I'm about to say, I don't think he's in your four. There was an incident where Taron Thomas kicked a goal from about 50 out on the run. Yeah, I know you
0: Newman. Ploughman. Oh, Ploughman. Was like he was
1: frozen in time. He could have been me on the couch, just frozen. Yeah, he's not in the four. If it, I know he's not, but if it's it, uh, you get you had the feeling today that when it wasn't you like, you know these plays almost in the mindset that you know thank God it's not my issue like you know mm. you know it doesn't matter. It was just making someone else's issue. It was just so hard to see. But go on with your list, your shopping list.
0: Just quickly as well, there was another one where Newman, I think it was Larky's seventh goal. Newman
1: gave up on the contest. Yeah, it was just it was actually sickening today.
0: So my four who I didn't think. Went in hard enough and didn't offer us really anything at all today. Can we
1: pause after each one so we can just take it in? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So in no particular order. Yeah. We'll go with Williamson.
1: Yeah. Oh, I think we know Williamson's not up to it. He's just not up to it. Standard wise.
0: I just it just bewilders me. Had such a good year last year. I just I just can't believe this one. Um, I mean, (laughs) yeah. I don't know. So Williamson had a stinker. He had an absolute stinker. Got smashed. Um, who was he on today? I don't even know. Because their forwards ran riot, mate. Their forwards. What I will say. Because there was just so much space to operate in. Well, Larky kicked seven, Stevenson three, Thomas four. Stevenson
1: was absolutely. Zerhar- cool today.
0: Zerha kicked one and was injured the whole day. So even he who was injured still managed to hit the scoreboard. Anyways, so Williamson was one.
1: The corridor was more open than Sydney's lockdown.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
1: And that's bloody open.
0: Yeah. So, w- let, let's dissect Williamson for a second and where he's at in his career. When's he, when's he, when's he contracted till? Uh, he's definitely contracted for next year. He's definitely contracted for next year. I think year. he
1: signed two years last year. Uh,
0: here we go. I've got the list here. Uh, End of 2022. Yes, Williamson last year. is... Is, has has a contract for next well, year. Okay, so he, he's sticking around. The next but one-
1: on notice because you know next year's his sixth year. You know, I think that's when you say, you know, if if you don't think he's going to make it by the end of next year, I think that's when you say you pack up and go. He's been he's been deplorable this year. Why was he ever named in the team to come back? His reserves form was putrid. His seniors form has been putrid. Mm. He's actually p- getting a game off the basis of. Off the back of nothing,
0: no. Nah, well, he's getting a game because he's no got one no else. one else. It's not his fault that he's getting a game. I agree with that. That's not his fault. What What is his fault is that he's probably, and it's stiff because because he is one who usually, even though when he plays badly, usually gives everything. I just think today they were just. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it
1: for me, it's not effort. He's just not up to it.
0: Well, yeah, Williamson is definitely more of not up to it than effort because he does go in hard, but there were just a few occasions today where I was just watching him and I thought, yeah, that's not—that's just not good enough. Um, the next one, and uh, he is out of contract. Actually, we'll leave, we'll leave, we'll leave these two. Let's talk about Cottrell. <laughs> um.
1: Cottrell I think is out of contract. Well, I think there'll be a lot of teams asking the question about Cottrell for next year. What do you mean? Coburg and Frankston <laughs> and... So Cottrell
0: has to either get promoted to the senior list or delisted. So right now, it's an interesting one because he's played so much footy this year.
1: Staggeringly. But... He'd He'll, have he has to be con- close. He's out of. Con- oh, they'll, they'll give him a deal. You just know they will. So,
0: but then, then they'll have to upgrade him to the senior list. Yeah. I'm,
1: I, I'm, as a, as much as I don't like it, I'm confident they'll upgrade him. You reckon Cotra will get upgraded? Well, off the back of what we've, seen, I can only go off what we've seen this year. From what you know, like they keep picking him. Either they think he's okay. Or they think Lockie O'Brien's the worst player to ever step through Carlton. Because I don't understand why Matt Cottrell keeps getting a game. Like, I'm sorry. Like, he's probably a really cool dude. But he's just not a cool footballer. <laughs> so, so, Cottrell's the next one.
0: So, he's similar to Williamson in that he tries really hard, but just isn't up to it. But
1: we, we, we're past the point. No, of I know. Trying. I know. And that's
0: why they're on the list. We're past the point of that. We need winning. Next one.
1: What are we? We're 7 and 11.
0: Yeah. Next one. Yep. I'll put these two together. Cause they may go together. Yeah. <laughs> Petrovsky Sedan and Fisher. And oh. and you know you know I've all uh, mate I've always loved Zach Fisher. I think he's and it's your famous word potential, but I think he's got so much talent and so much to work with. But I think he's a midfielder. Anyways. I think today, Fisher really let us down in front of goals. Didn't take his chances when he got them. And he just looks lost to me out there. I don't know what it is. He's just in really, really bad form. He's in really poor form. And Petrovsky's seed in today, quite frankly, was diabolical. And, I, and you know me, I don't like, I don't like naming... I don't like doing this, but...
1: We can't be scared to criticise. If we no, think they played I badly, they played badly. I tweeted about Fisher. Fisher's pissing me off because Fisher's, if you remember, the back end of 2019 was like a where's Wally. You couldn't find him on the field. Mm. Back in the tw- then he was injured for the best part of the the early part of 2020, and they played him in the reserves. And he came back and he was okay for a few weeks last year. But it, you know he was okay, but wasn't you know yeah a staple. You know he wasn't you know changing games, impacting. Then he copped an injury early this year. And he's come back and, quite frankly, has done stuff all. Mm. He doesn't contribute. He doesn't do enough. He just goes through the motions. I think he's too comfortable in this team. Yep. I, quite frankly, I think he needs to kick up the ass. And if that's, you know, us not necessarily us trading him, but even offering him around, it might be, you know... So, he's contracted for next year, Fisher. Yeah, he's a commodity that I feel that... I don't even know how much value he's got on the open market, to be completely honest. I feel like the WA teams would jump at him. But, you know, what you are going to get back? I don't know. But I just... You know, Fisher, for me, is just... It's just frustrating. He doesn't do anything.
0: And Petrovsky
1: said... Well... (laughs) All I'll say about Petroski Seaton Is that the fact that he stabbed his set shot from 35 out And that still didn't make the distance that it was online Sums it up Accurate and ineffective Yeah, um,
0: it's hard to disagree, mate Uh, So for me, we're at a point now In our So
1: they were drafted together, those two So five years now in the system at Carlsen
0: People say we butchered the 2017 draft, which was the Dow O'Brien. I reckon if I had to take one of Dow, Petrevsky Seed or Fisher, for the future it's Dow. I think we butchered the one before even more. Piotrowski, Seed and then Fisher as our first two picks, Like they were looking really good for, for a while, but they've both just come to a complete stop. Like, let's, be honest. Looking, Let, let's, let's were, be honest. They were
1: looking good for the expectation of someone with 20 games under their belt, not 90. Now, there was a point in time where Fisher was playing really good football. 2018, I thought he had a great year. I reckon he was
0: getting 25 to 30 in the midfield. I thought
1: he had a great year in 18. The, he's, once we swapped coaches, his back half of 2019 was appalling.
0: Mm. So for me, I, Fisher's Fisher hasn't improved in the last three years. And nor is Petrovsky Sedan. I, I don't think Petrovsky Sedan's any better than than he was in his first year. No, he's People not. People could argue his first year was probably his best year when he was
1: playing in the forward line. I don't know. These two are at a crossroads where I, I don't think Carlton would it's almost a bit like, you know, Fisher reminds me of Troy Menzel. Hmm. Alright. Oh. Troy Menzel had hype. Yeah,
0: and when that. Menzel
1: was traded, it was somewhat surprising.
0: Oh, I was very surprising. It was very
1: surprising. So I, I look at
0: this and I go, going into next year, these are two... I, I keep saying this and you keep saying this. Good football clubs make hard decisions. This is a hard decision. This is a really hard call what to do with them. You got to nail this. If we get offered anything, anything remotely appetizing for those two, you've got to entertain the deal even like but it's hard because Fisher's you feel like Fisher's a really a, vibrant guy around
1: the group he's good for the group good for culture but and I know you we're not gonna oh like I like Fisher so I don't have anything against any of these guys I don't know them I'm only commenting on them as footballers no I'm saying I'm sure he's a great bloke I respect his podcast with Gibbons and I, <laughs> I like I, I don't I've got nothing against Zach Fisher but I think um you know you look at and I know this is a different scale of player we're talking about and it's going to be a different scale of trade if there is one but when Port Adelaide made the decision to move on Wingard who's a pretty similar styled player to Zach Fisher and they cashed in on a young player and an early draft pick and you know I am a Wingard fan but you know when it kind of freshens up your list a little bit
0: well hang on I think I think you're looking at it from the wrong way I think you look at it from Hawthorne's side. They cashed in on Burton. Not cashed in, no, but no, they... they...
1: traded Burton.
0: What I'm saying is, would we not want to be trading Fisher up? Trading him and a first round pick for someone better like Hawthorne did to get Wingard? I know it didn't really work for them. Yeah.
1: No, no, I see, it it I know, I see what you're saying. I but, see what you're saying.
0: But I feel like if you can package Fisher and Seaton and maybe a second round
1: pick, you could get a Chera. Well, it looks like it's a two horse race for Chera now. Carlton Richmond. It's... And Richmond have the draft picks on their side. I think they've got three first-round picks, Richmond. Albeit later ones. Richmond's got the picks on their side. We've got the highest so pick, though. If, of the th- of- if Carlton want to be half competitive in those dealings, Fisher-Petreski said it have to be gettable.
0: Well, I think that Fremantle would rather...
1: Well, I think if Lockie Schultz is going to entertain free agency, they'd jump at Fisher.
0: Yeah, but he's not going to, is he? I
1: don't know. Apparently, he's well, he- pretty deep with
0: Hawthorne. Well then I'd won him in the deal. Why don't you go why don't you get <laughs> Cheran Schultz? Seriously. No, Schultz is pretty good. Why don't you take Cheran Schultz for Fisher in a first round pick? Or Petrovsky Sedan in a first round pick. Yeah. Could be overs, but these are the hard decisions that, you know, good football clubs make.
1: Yeah, it's just frustrating. He's very disappointing. They they were just so exposed today, and you look at, you know, who will we playing. And all credit to North Melbourne. They've been fabulous nah, the North, last five North weeks. playing such good They've food. been fabulous. And, you know, they've got some gems, you know, from those two drafts we spoke tackle about. How good was... Thomas and Davies... Davies Uniac, you can't tackle. No, no, no.
0: What's the young guy? Um Phillips. Phillips, yeah. Phillips was awesome today. Phillips' kicking is amazing. Phillips was awesome. Oh, I was very impressed by North Melbourne. Um, So, i look at the list of out-of-contract players at the club. Betts, I mean, that'll be, you know, a flip of the coin, whether he goes on or not. Casbolt, you'd assume he probably retires. Cottrell, I would have thought, I think Cottrell's one of those cases where the club will look at it and go, well, we know what we're going to get from him. It's clearly, you know, not what you want if you want to play finals. I think they might move him on.
1: I don't know. I, I just don't know anymore. Do you get what I mean? I, they, like, they do so many things that confuse me. I just don't know. I sound like our coach. I don't know. <laughs> um.
0: So you got nine. You got nineteen out of contract players. Betts, Casbolt, Cottrell, Jordan Boyd. I mean, we don't know. He. I don't know. He probably won't. Well, maybe he'll stay on, I don't know. Ed Kerner will probably stay on. Gibbons, um, Josh Honey, Brody Kemp. Is Kemp? I think we heard Kemp may have signed a deal during the week. Someone saw yeah, that on I'm Twitter. Yeah, not I'm sure. Nothing official from the club, but someone floated that on Twitter. Um, Matt Kennedy, Oscar McDonald, Mark Murphy, probably retire. Nick Newman, Lockie O'Brien, Matt Owies, Luke Parks. Petrovsky, Seed, and Pitonet
1: Ramsey and the It'll Silvati. be interesting. The next month's going to be interesting, and then we'll be able to, I guess, see what's going to happen with that. But, I don't know. Even, you know, Murphy. You know, I'm glad they made Murphy the sub today because you know my thoughts on Murphy 300. But he didn't do a lot in a half of footy. Stocker didn't get involved, but he had to play a bit more defensively.
0: I was really disappointed with Murph today.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone was bad, but
0: I thought he was bad. I I'd, I'd, I'd just think, like, no, nah, I'd definitely get him to 300, is my opinion. You know, he's a champion of the football club. He'll be inducted into our Hall of Fame. He's, he's a Carlton. Is he a Carlton legend?
1: Probably not legend. He's a Carlton champion. Yes, he's, he's a Carlton man. He's a Carlton champion.
0: Oh, I, it's I, very I,
1: hard to be a Carlton legend in this no, era. No, 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 I, know. Unless I so-
0: your name starts with Chris and ends with Judd. Yeah. <laughs> No, I do think um, I do think get Murph to three hundred, but at the same time, um, I actually now don't think he'll get there.
1: I actually don't. I I think think I'll think they'll he'll substitute his way there. Yeah,
0: I was going to say he'll probably be the sub every week.
1: Is that fair? Yeah, I think he will be the same. I can handle that. Um, Yeah. So where to from here? So we've got St Kilda next week at Marvel. So this is a
0: massive crunch game. What are your changes? And we're going to get to Twitter questions soon, but what are your
1: changes, Bert? Um, what am my changing? Well, Williams won't play, so Williams goes out.
0: That's one. That's one.
1: There's no VFL again this week. Hey? And are we
0: are we agreeing? Uh, no, Maybe scrap matches be k-
1: to keep Jack in the pack.
0: <laughs> are we agreeing? Murphy stays the sub.
1: I'm happy yet. Let's say Murphy. Let's say Murphy doesn't come in or out. He stays as the sub. Okay, so, so- Williams out. This is so tough. Well, let's hope Mackay comes in. Yeah, so
0: Williams for H is one cha- is one change.
1: We're just running out of players.
0: Um, I'd go O'Brien for Cottrell.
1: Yeah, I think we've got to get a look at it. We haven't seen O'Brien since round one. We've got to get a look at O'Brien. I'd go... Before delisted.
0: I'd go Honey for Williamson.
1: Yeah, I'd love to say I would love to see that as well, but...
0: And I'd go Kemp for... Petrovsky Sedan. Yep. The reality is, and I'd I'd also go Ramsey for Fisher. If I'm the coach, these are the changes I'm making. Swing the axe. Honey, Kemp and Ramsey are all out of contract this year. We have to
1: reward a couple of the VFL boys.
0: We have to. We have to. Honey and Ramsey are the two. They're the two who have just toiled away all year in the reserves. You have to reward them. So we have to see them. And right now, they wouldn't be offering any less than, you know, some of our players did today. We just need something to freshen
1: up the team a bit.
0: Yeah, I agree. Inject some excitement in there. Inject something new. Um, So, that's what I'd be doing. I I just, I think, uh, yeah. You asked the question about Owies early. I think Owies keeps his spot. Same. I'd like to see Owies play. Um,
1: So, yeah, that's my change. Should we get to Twitter questions? Before we get to Twitter questions, what implications does today's loss have on the coach?
0: Well, nothing immediate. Yeah. Nothing immediate.
1: He'd be sweating. Today's the loss he couldn't afford.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's... That's fair. Um, Twitter questions. Dowsy uh, at Oz in canuckland says... Uh, is it the list that is simply not good enough to execute a game plan over four quarters or a coaching team unable to effectively implement a strategy? Or are we looking at a combination of both? Something is very wrong. What gives us, what gives from here because something has got to go?
1: Oh, I'll give you an analogy for this. When you go clubbing and you, you go to order a suva at 3 a.m. <laughs> in the city,
0: I'm loving where this is going. And then. they
1: ask what you want. You say the combo. Chicken and lamb. <laughs> this is the combo. <laughs> the-
0: Have you prepared this, or nah, is this? <laughs> I just thought of it.
1: <laughs> I just thought of it. And we got to order dinner soon. Yep. <laughs> so, but, yeah. But this is a combination. The plays were diabolical today, but the coaching was just extraordinarily hopeless. As in, there was obviously I, I, I just don't get it. Like I'm sitting at home. And I can see that the team defense was just so non-existent. Like, we're led badly from the top. And today, we were led terribly on the field. So, yeah, it is a combination to answer the question. So, you basically won-
0: landed up with no chicken or lamb.
1: No, we get both. It's a, combi- it's a combination. I'm saying today there was neither. Well, yeah, today we went like the vegan yeah. F- kebab f- falafel. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay, so it's both. It's both. Yes. (laughs) No, I agree. Uh, Michael Ceravolo says, The club is cooked. We're losing culture. SOS warned us about the coaching. CEO who's played four games at the level effectively pushes a club champion out. Biggest loss in two years to the bottom side. We're cooked. No question. No one has the answers.
1: No one has... Well, it's just... It's a merry-go-round. We're going to, you know... Carlton are just... Stuck in a rut. It's just hard to see light at the end of the tunnel.
0: Michael Yapanis says, There has to be some drastic changes this week. All Carlton fans knew today was possible and likely. Let's start with playing the kids and scrapping the game plan this week. The review has to take the heads of a few coaches and the majority of the board. Um, Tim's Trading says, The players think that one good quarter against the Pies is enough. Let's get a coach that has a hard edge and demands excellence. Teague always gives them an out and the players know it. We lost to the bottom team by 40 points. They kicked their highest score for the year. It is time.
1: Yep. It's true. The complacency. And it was, last week was a great result, but it wasn't a great performance. Mm. So it's just, it's honestly like we're dealing with children here a little bit. You've almost got to calm them down. The only way these guys can calm down is by losing like this.
0: There's no ticker. Jim Fiddler says, we're just not anywhere near good enough with the players and dare I say the coaches. They're not up to it. Don't get me started on MM and embarrassment. Who's... Mark Murphy. Oh, Mark Murphy. Um, Let's just pretend that was Mick Mouldhouse. I was thinking Moldhouse. <laughs> C. Thomas at Dashadoo says, A team of individual talent not prepared to help each other out and certainly don't believe in the coaching philosophy. Big changes and decisions are required now. Sadly, we've seen it all before in years gone by. Sadly, we have. We're accustomed to this. Damien Birmingham says, I'm gobsmacked. I thought they turned the corner mentally last week, but nope, one of the weakest quarters I've ever seen from us, and we have had plenty. Got to play the kids now. I supported Teague, but he's had a shocker today. He won't be sacked, but the new mids and defensive coach are required at least. Yeah. Yeah. Bacchio Death Trip says, Do we kick it? Today was a death trip. (laughs) Says, Do we kick it to more 1v3 contests than anyone else? Feel like we kick it to the person, not the best position.
1: Yeah, it's a very fair call. It's a very fair call.
0: Pantera Leo Azandika says, it's like Carlton weren't even playing a North, were playing kick to kick like they were in a school ground. It was just
1: far too easy. Transition. It was just, it was today it was boys versus men. And the team that were bottom were the men. And you're all know, good on them. Good on them, because they, they're probably going to avoid the wooden spoon.
0: Yeah. Well, who will get it? Hawks.
1: They're equal cool with Hawthorne now. And mm. half a game off Collingwood and Gold Coast. And Adelaide.
0: Um. Next. Yeah, good on them. Next one. Lawrence says, The season is over. Get Murphy to 300. We're gifting him a game, which is okay. Time to rest, Cripps, as there's no way he's 100% fit. Time to see Kemp, Honey, O'Brien, and Carroll. We've spoken about elements of this. John Gauci says... Do injuries make selection difficult to put pressure on players who know to, who know to just go through the motions and not put their body on the line week week in week out? No excuses, but it was a weak effort. I think he's right here. I th- we spoke about it. Like Williamson probably doesn't warrant a spot in the team, but there's no one else right now.
1: Yep. And no, it's, I, I don't want to keep know.
0: naming these. Like, it's just the one that came to my head. Um, Anthony Valella says, there's no talk about Brad Scott. I'd love to see him at the club.
1: Well, I think he's now into, I, I was pretty confident he was going to get, um, Steve Hawking's job at the AFL, but apparently he's enticed by the Collingwood job. He was originally at Collingwood as an assistant coach before he went to North. But, um, yeah, I, I think, I, I just don't, I think the issue with Brad Scott is people don't know whether he actually wants to coach again or whether he's going to go, yeah. you know, work for the AFL.
0: Johnny Bibis says, Lacked leadership today. On-field execution and decision-making kept north in the game. A lack of defensive effort in the third quarter handed the game to them. And there are too many individuals out there today drinking their own bathwater. When you lose, people will always blame the coach. Yeah, I do have to agree with that. I think there was a lot, you know, a lot more on the players today than the coach. I'm not
1: deflecting away from the players, but I don't want to, you know, then give Teague a free ride at this because the coaching group, you know, don't do us any favours. And I and I say this when we win because I was very hot on this last year that I could see the clear defensive, you know, yeah. hole that we just can see too easily. Yeah. And it was it was obvious last year when we are 4-4. Four and four. And I'm going to say it now when we're 7-11 18 months later.
0: Clint Bolson says, how flat can we be? Last week we looked like we may, like we were maybe slowly turning the corner. Then we deal up that rubbish... Wiedering looks like he's had enough. There are very few positives. Pretty much every player was well below their best. I think I want to talk about Weeders for a second because he's copped a lot, but I actually think today wasn't his fault. I know Larky kicked well, a bag the, on the him. The
1: entries were too easy.
0: Well, I, and, and he didn't play well, but like no one did him any favours. Well, I just think the way Weedering plays is naturally he peels off his man. And I think today, because we were getting that slaughtered in the midfield, Larky's goals, a lot of them firstly, were not on weedering directly. You know, it must be said, uh, he kicked two in the last quarter. So he kicked five on Weedering, not seven, because Weedering yep. was up forward in the last yep, quarter. Yep. Um, and also, I just think, you know, Weedering peels off his opponents naturally, which is why he's so good. And today, because there was, you know, no help around him, the rest of the defense was shocking. Um, Larky was just kicking a heap of goals out the back. So yep. I, I think Weedering was obviously Oof. poor, but he wasn't as poor as people are making him out to be.
1: It wasn't Zach Dawson, Anthony Rocker-esque.
0: No, no. Um, Talbot Henry says it's all above the shoulders. We underestimated them. We needed more height. Kemp would have been ideal at selection. Yeah, definitely. I'd like. Agree. Well,
1: Kemp must be good. He was an emergency for the first time this week. Was he an okay, emergency? I, let's just
0: yeah. So let's just stop for a second, okay? The that, that uh,
1: Instagram. Story. No, no,
0: stop. I, I need to just get this off my chest, okay? <laughs> Thursday afternoon. You know, they've declared Murphy's fit. They've declared his fit, and everyone wants him to get to... A lot of people want want him to get to 300. He's good enough to be in the 22 with the players we've got out at the moment. You know? Murphy, we assumed, was going to come in. Then they go and post the video of Kemp... This was the bizarre one. Kemp kicking the goal, which basically... Is a reference... To making his debut, doesn't get named, and then they drop Ois. I mean, yep. this week for me was the most bizarre, and quite fr- frankly ridiculous team selection of the entire season. And I know that's going to sound stupid when Crips comes in, but yeah. But the the reality is, they spoke up as if Murphy and Kemp were going to play, and neither. I know Murphy was the sub, but neither of them came in. And they dropped Owies, who is one of a few players who has,
1: you know, had a really good year. Yeah. No, I I, I completely... I'm on the same page as it you It was me. just bizarre team it's selection. It, it's a bizarre f- club. I think off-field handlings this year have been bizarre. What's with all this injury news that comes in between Thursday night and game no, day? I
0: know, I know, I know. And
1: you know it pisses me off because I don't like secrets with your members because we're assets of the club, not revenue. Yeah, we're assets. They like it's like they're scared to tell us. That's what I feel like. Do you get? That? I get. I don't. Know, I get that feeling. Like they're scared to tell us bad news.
0: I just think they don't like saying anything bad. I don't think they like you know saying bad news. I'm over it. Um, MP says that was indescribable, yet predictable. It was. How, pre- it was predict- how we've, we've come to, the to know team this every team. Year. We'll see on Thursday who Teague's favourites are and who he doesn't rate. Honey, Ramsey, O'Brien, Kemp all could and should get a run based on performances today. I like that. I like that from him. I agree. We will see who Teague's favourites are. Yep. Because let's be honest, you could justify anyone getting dropped off today. Well, not anyone, but you could justify 75% of the team. It'll be very interesting. 15 players could get dropped and you'd probably... Wouldn't question it. No, I agree. So we will discover that. Um, Tim W says nothing constructive or positive to say. That was deplorable and the club must act. Um, someone, uh, Jeff Harry, said we were out coached. Kandau says we are the teenagers of the AFL. We're lazy, unorganized, undisciplined, inconsistent, unaccountable, and me versus
1: them mentality. Yep. Um, No complaints for me on that? Yeah. It's just dire. Today was shocking.
0: Anyone know what Wayne Britton is up to these days (laughs) says at Nereas
1: 52. (laughs) Hopefully not much either. It's just, it's just distressing to think about Mm. how the mighty have fallen and they fell a long time ago, but they're not getting up.
0: (sighs) Yep. No, it was. It was, uh, it was so disappointing. So disappointing. Bolt, I reckon that's where we end it, mate. Yep. Bit of a shorter one this week. Yeah, I don't need to speak about this for the usual amount of time. <laughs> so we're in agreement that we've got to see these guys next week, like your honeys and your Ramses. Surely, and surely. There's
1: a month to go. We're not going to play for an hour. It's done. And you've just copped a loss like in that manner.
0: Well, are we going to get anyone back from injury this week? We're going to lose Williams. Has McGovern
1: been two to three weeks away for the last six weeks? Oh, Mate,
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't even know what to say.
1: I, I don't even read the injury report anymore because it's just. I was going to say I haven't read it this bullshit. week.
0: Let's have a look. Like Gibbons, where's Gibbons at? Let's be honest. The Tuesday injury report means nothing because it's a different story it's all about, on it's Thursday. All about the,
1: it's, it's all about the Friday announcement.
0: So, Gibbons is three to five away. So, that's the year. So, he's done. Doherty's the same. Done. Boyd's the same. Done. So obviously, we know that Cunningham, Marchbank, done. Philp, Murkov are out done, for the done. season. Pidanet's three to five. He's done. Casbolt's <laughs> uh, one to two. McGovern's one to two. So, those are probably the two who... Yay. So, the only players who we could possibly get... We'll get to get... see
1: Casbolt retire.
0: The only players who we're possibly going to get back are Casbolt and McGovern. And H. Oh, sorry. H isn't on here. So yeah, H. And then obviously Charlie as well. Well, those are our four the keys. Four big dogs. They're all still alive in 2021. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I now we've got to turn our focus on to Adelaide Hawthorne tonight, where the Coleman Medal race. He just gives others opportunities. He didn't play this week, H. So we can't have Tex kicking goals. Can't have Hawkins or Rewall kicking goals against each other tomorrow. Because we're very now it's all about the Coleman. Get H the Coleman and
0: get SW18 the Brownlow.
1: We'll work on the All Australian first, which should be <laughs> nailed. No, well, that's that's absolutely nailed. Yeah, no Brownlow votes today, unfortunately. How yes. would you how would you distribute the votes today, Brownlow wise? Um. Well, I think there was a clear three. Well, yep. There was probably a probably a clear four.
0: Oh, okay, oh, okay. I, I think the four were Larky. Yep. Thomas. Yep. Goldstein. Yep. And um, Stevenson Was oh, very Crewe. good Stevenson was crazy good
1: Simpkin was very good Cunnington Sim- was very good
0: Yeah, Simpkin and Stevenson Oh, and Davies, Uniak um, I would give th- Well, Larky will get three Kick Pro- seven had 20 touches Probably, yeah Eight marks He'll get three uh, I'd go Thomas two Stevenson one Yep, yeah, I'm on I'm on the same as that But Goldstein's stiff Because Goldstein was Goldstein, was
1: Goldstein will get coaches votes
0: um, North Melbourne today had one, two, three, four, five. That's six players have over 25 touches. And the two players who had less, that were the next two less, were Stevenson, who had 24 and three goals, and Thomas, who had 23 and four goals. Oh, so they just had eight players who dominated. Bailey Scott. How good was he? I
1: get him and Atlee confused. Number eight. No, I know, but I know. And Atlee's <laughs> 18. Every time they get the ball, I get confused. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, gee It was
1: um, yeah. It was a shit show Anyway, on to next week, St Kilda Mate, We'd this is the thing
0: about footy There's always next week There's always next week With Carlton, it's, there's always next year <laughs> Mate, you can dish that up But there's always next week Bolt, let's end it there There's not much more to say I think we've covered it all Blue is, I I hope you've made it to the end And if you have, you're dedicated And we thank you we do.
1: we do. We do. We appreciate it. We should, um... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're a brave man to listen to this whole rant. Yeah. Or brave lady as well.
0: Well, that is it. Another episode in the books. Yep. We'll be back next week. And if we beat St. Kilda, it'll be a lovely podcast because we've got a lot of mates who are St. Kilda fans who we hope that they lose. Mm. So, <laughs> um... Let's go let's go get it next week. Let's come Beautiful. out let's rebound, Blood the youngsters, get Murph to three hundred and win. Bolt, thank you very much. Bluebaggers, thank you for tuning in and sticking around to the end of another edition of the Blues from They have been
1: playing against the famous Old Dark blue.